This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 274 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, which you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 274, we're going to talk about a five-step plan for making exercise a habit, and you're not going to believe it, I just came back from lifting weights, and I'm going to tell you some tips I learned if you want to jump into that pool. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. And there we go. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, especially today, because we're going to talk about exercise, I'm not a doctor. And I'm not a trainer, and uh, anything I say here is for entertainment purposes only. So don't sue me because you pulled a muscle. But it's uh, the goal here is for three years I've been tracking. This was supposed to be my documentation of me losing weight. And I lost weight, and then I gained it, and I lost weight, and then I gained it. Right now you're joining me as I am losing weight. I'm down another pound, which is exciting. And the last couple of weeks, so I'm down, if I go out to the website, I'm down, my website, by the way, LogicalLoss.com, and uh, I'm using an app right now called MyFitnessPal, been using it for a while, found out today you can actually track, like if you do weightlifting, you can put your exercise in there, I knew that all this time, just never did it, yeah, I'm down 13 pounds total, which is cool. And so we'll be talking about weightlifting a little later, but right now I found a pretty cool article in the MyFitnessPal app on a five-step plan for making exercise a habit. Now, if you're new to the show, I don't like exercise. I don't mind walking. I hate weightlifting. And today I was like, you know what? Uh, Everything I read says if you really want to lose weight, this is an easy way to do it. Logically, since this is the Logical Weight Loss podcast, um bigger furnace burns more calories equals weight loss. That makes sense. So um, here's the deal. We we all know that hard habits are, to, are hard to break. And you actually don't stop a bad habit. You replace it with a healthier one. And so for many of us, pizza wins over the salad and television trumps working out. And um, once you start down that path, it feels next to impossible to reverse course and then change your behavior, right? I always say when you do the wrong thing, you're, you're going to get good at it because you're practicing the wrong habits. 
And so when you make positive choices again and again, it becomes ingrained in your lifestyle and suddenly it doesn't feel so hard to convince yourself to wake up in the morning and go for a walk. It's just something you do every day. And that salad is just part of your nightly dinner routine. And making the unhealthy choice begins to feel foreign in a similar way to how healthy decisions may have once felt. Now, for the record this week, I did fall off the wagon. Yeah, kind of looking back, I'm like, what was I? Yeah, I had a Reese cup. Actually, and here's the thing. I bought a Reese cup pack, you know, the two pack. And I said, I'll eat one and I'll throw the other one away. Yeah, that didn't happen. So I'm not beating myself up for it. I've gone almost two months now. Haven't really had a a bad slip. I'm not going to kill myself. Just not going to happen again. Won't, won't, won't buy that lie. So there's some recent research on the subject that suggests that it takes around 66 days to form a habit. Now, to determine this, researchers in the UK wrote they had 96 people choose a new habit they wanted to develop, and then they surveyed them for 12 weeks, and it turned out that on average it took a participant about 66 days, give or take a bit, right, to uh, become that for that particular choice to become automatic or basically better known as a habit. And when it comes to forming an exercise habit, fitness experts and coaches often refer to what is called the trans-theoretical model for change. Yes, that's uh, which, of course, is one of those English phrases that you go, okay, that's in English, but what does that mean? And basically, it's a model that charts the various points at which people fall on the continuum of behavior change. Sure, the continuum of behavior change. Sounds like something that would be in an old Star Trek episode. Bones, we're on the continuum of behavior change. Understanding where you are in this cycle can help you make a plan for developing habits related to exercise that will help you reach your end goal of leading a healthier life. So number one, pre-contemplation. You don't exercise, nor do you have any plans in their future. That's Maybe that's you. I just don't do it. Don't plan on doing it. Don't like it. Ain't going to do it. Then there's contemplation. You know, maybe I should think about doing some of that uh, exercise stuff. You know, uh, it could be good for me, maybe. Just I'm just saying, maybe. Then there's preparation, where you've made plans to exercise the next 30 days. Yeah, I bought some shoes. You know, I thought I'd buy some shoes, maybe, you know, maybe do some, some walking or something, maybe. Then there's action. You've begun to exercise regularly, regularly but have been subscribing to routine way. You've begun to exercise regularly, but have been subscribing to the routine for less than six months. So you're kind of doing it. Yeah, every now and then I go out with the dog and do a little walking with the dog. You know, I got the shoes. I bought some sweatpants. It's pretty good stuff, you know. And then there's maintenance. You've been exercising regularly. I love that word for more than six months. And it's just something I do now. I just go out with the dog. Sometimes if the dog don't got to go, I go by myself. Put on the iPod, listen to tunes, it's good stuff. So the goal is to get to that maintenance phase. And the way you do that is to begin making small and sometimes seemingly insignificant choices over and over until they become habits. Little things add up to big things. They do, right. So whether you want to lose weight or you just want to have more energy or simply improve the quality of your life, Here are the top five proven habits that will help you adhere to a regular workout routine. Number one, boy, if we we do this every January, anybody know what it is? Set goals, right? Get in the habit of setting regular goals 
when you do this, it's been shown to increase adherence to exercise. More specifically, studies show that intrinsic rather than extrinsic goals are associated with pursuing an exercise program with greater persistence. This means that you're more likely to continue with an exercise plan when you're focusing on internal goals like exercise enjoyment or an increase in energy rather than external goals such as physique or recognition from others. Speaking of that, I did have this happen this week. It was cool. I, uh, I teach all over the place. I teach people technology. And I went into my office and one of the salespeople said, man, you're getting down to fighting weight. And I was like, yeah, starting to be showing. That's cool. That adds a lot of fuel to the fire, by the way. Number two, reward yourself. We've talked about this. Um, research again, proven that incentivizing exercises can help you commit to physical activity. That reminds me, I was going to set up a diet bet and I didn't this week. We'll get that going. Perhaps you make a habit of allowing yourself to go out for a fancy dinner once a month if you reach your exercise goal for the past 30 days. I don't recommend that. I don't think your goal should be, let's go eat crap. I think it should be go buy a new scale, go buy clothes that fit, go, but I don't think your reward should be food. I disagree with that. Or maybe you buy yourself a new piece of workout gear. There you go. I got a new pair of shoes for every five pounds loss, whether it's Whatever it is that keeps you motivated, make a habit out of celebrating small triumphs and uh, keep your momentum going. So number one, set goals. Number two, reward yourself. I bought the scale, right, the Fitbit scale when I got under 10 pounds. By the way, I'm taking that thing back. I know I keep saying, yeah, it was crap. Then I go, ah, it's not that bad. It's crap. I had like a four-pound shift this week according to this thing, and that's just not true. Meanwhile, when I was weighing myself at the the place I'm working with, um, I've gone down like almost every day. So mix up your activities is uh, habit number three. Any kind of variety and exercise routine can increase adherence to a regular physical activity. There was one study that participants switched between various types of cardio, including things like, you know, a stationary bike or a treadmill or Stairmaster or some sort of rowing machine. But you could choose a whole host of other activities to accompany the cardio, like you could do weight training or yoga. And it's been speculated that this type of variety it basically stops you from being bored, thereby keeping you engaged in exercise. So by making a habit of switching things up from one day to the next, you're more likely to stick with a program over time. Number four, track your progress. This is where my uh, fitness pal is cool. By simply waking up each morning and putting on an activity tracker like a Fitbit. For more information about that, go to LogicalLoss.com slash Fitbit. I love my Fitbit. You may be increasing your likelihood of sticking to exercises over the long haul. And research shows that tracking steps helps motivate people to take more steps and increase their daily physical activity levels. What's more, it will provide a long-term progress, which is motivating in and of itself. So, yeah, for more information, go to LogicalLoss.com slash Fitbit. You'll see an article I wrote about my Fitbit. And if you buy through that link, uh, I earn a small commission. But, yeah, I love my Fitbit. I was on the treadmill last night for 40 minutes. Why? Because I wanted to get up to 10,000 steps. It works. Uh, Number five, recruit friends and families. Social support can play a major role in predicting your success in an exercise uh, program. Now, indeed, there was a study that showed it is among the most important factors in determining whether or not you stick with physical activity. This means, um, you know, support via friends and family who encourage you from the sidelines or having workout buddies who help you, you know, that keep you motivated. Um, being habitual about working out with others, whether it's going for a walk with a friend or the dog, you know, I take Rova out. He's good. 
uh, or, or going to group fitness classes, it's been proven to increase the likelihood that you'll move to that coveted maintenance phase. So, again, what are those rules? Number one, set goals. Because how are you going to know if you're on track or not? Number two, reward yourself. Number three, mix up your activities. Number four, track your progress. And number five, recruit your friends and family. Those are things that will help make this easy. And number two is, I'm going to add number six here. Don't go bonkers. When you go, I'm going to go lift weights. And you just, that's what I did today. In fact, that I'll use that as my uh, transition. So um, here's the deal. I, I decided, I thought I would go over and, and I'm going to do some weightlifting. And I hate weightlifting. Um, but I got to say right now, what I did, and, and again, anytime you do any kind of activity, always consult your doctor. I've been doing um, exercise, lifting weights without lifting an entire dumbbell. So I've been using uh, my different uh, stretchy bands. I've been using the uh, seven minute um Workout is just called seven. There's pump up is another one. Fit deck is another one. These all are apps that basically help you create um, exercise plans that you kind of customize and they're free and they all use body weight. And it's amazing how much just doing a couple push-ups and a plank and a, a sit on the wall thing, that'll, that'll get you going. So I've been doing that for a couple of weeks and I was like, you know what? It's time to, to ramp this up. So here are a couple of things that I got from uh, one was um, a dummies book uh, and the other one was, um, let's see. Well, this is the one from the dummies book. It says to become as strong and as big as your body type will allow, do fewer than eight to 10 reps per set to tone your muscles and develop the type of strength you need for everyday life, such as moving furniture or shoveling snow, aim for 10 to 12 repetitions. So for what I understand... The more reps you do, it's not more about like lower reps, higher weight builds muscle faster. So it says doing dozens of reps with ultra ultra lightweights. Um, in other words, weights you can barely even feel doesn't bring good results of any kind because you're not stressing your muscles enough. That's the whole point. You're stressing your muscles till they actually tear a little bit, which is why you're sore the next day. And then they build themselves back and they're bigger. So that's from uh, a dummy's book. It says if you're a novice or if you're starting again after a long uh, layoff, that was me, begin with one set of 10 to 12 repetitions and make sure your last rep feels challenging. Now, me today, I was stupid. I did three reps of 12 trying to figure out like next week where to start or, or in this case, Wednesday when to start again. It says you should feel like you have control of the weight, but if you did one more rep, you may not be able to make it all the way. That's how you know that's the right way to do that. Now, realize when you do that, you're really pushing yourself. So maybe for the first workout, don't quite go for that. But that's where you know that's your goal. When you get to that and you're you're doing the one set, that 12th one is like, man, if I did 13, I don't know why if I could do it. So don't, again, use too much weight too soon. Always start lower than your expected ability and work your way up to, on that first workout, which is what I did. I started with like 30 pounds, then I did 50, then I did 70, and I put myself in my notes, okay, when you start this on Wednesday, you start with 90. All right, if your form suffers, 
you know, if you're swinging the weight or you're using momentum or, you know, all those things you do when you're trying to and you're using your shoulder to do a curl, um, this indicates you might be using too much weight. Um, greater momentum increases the potential for injury also and reduces the effectiveness. And it's just not a good idea. So don't be swinging your body around. And when you're doing that, you're just don't. You're, you're using too much weight. Um, and the other, on the other end of the spectrum, if you're not using enough weight, if you're always playing it safe, um, you know, if you can perform 30 reps with a certain weight, it's likely time to increase it a bit. Now, um, this is according to bodybuilding.com. They said, uh, don't go up more than 5% at a time. So in theory, if I was doing, you know, 50 pounds of something and going up 5% would be two and a half pounds. So when you go up, don't go crazy. Uh, moving through repetitions too quickly. Some people want to do this because I'm in a hurry. I'm going to lift my weights. I'm going to lift my weights. I'm going to lift my weight. Well, when you go too fast, there's nothing gained. Um, some of the perks of lifting weight in a slow, controlled manner, including more uh, total muscle tension and force produced, you have um, here's an basically in a nutshell, it builds muscle faster. They go into the whole science of this, but it builds muscles faster. Um, when a joint is only as strong as the muscle that crosses it, if you haven't lifted in a long time or ever, be careful what you ask your joints to do. So be careful with that. If you're going to start, start easy. Um, start with much less weight than you think. And do maybe either 8 to 10 reps, 10 to 12, something like that, and um, see how you feel. And then slowly work your way up. The other thing I read said it is gonna. I'm gonna feel like crap tomorrow. My arms gonna feel horrible. I did some stuff on my legs as well, and you know I'm not gonna like the way I feel tomorrow. But if you keep doing this and you make it a habit, it, it the pain decreases because your body gets used to that stress that you're putting on it. The muscles start to get in the habit of growing, and everything just works that way. So. That's uh, where I'm at this week. And so I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to mix it up. I'm, I went to, the, by the way, the Planet Fitness app is crap. Man, is that, I, I, I hate lazy app makers because they have the same equipment at every single gym. So they could easily have it here. Click here to track your, your exercises and things. It's just, it's awful. Um, the only thing that I saw that you could do with it is you could check in yourself. But that's my gym where I go at. Uh, Planet Fitness. Now the gyms are awesome. Just uh, their apps aren't that great. And one of the things I was thinking about, you know me, I'm a gadget geek. So the app I was using is called, oddly enough, as he said, scrolling over, uh, Pumping Weight. And it's actually really cool. It syncs via the cloud. I don't know if it's via Android or not, but if you wanted to, if you just, because if you think about it, some of you, you're like, oh, I wish it just could carry a notebook. If you've ever heard of Microsoft OneNote, if you go to OneNote.com, it's a free program and you can store things in the cloud, which means basically the internet, and you can make like a little cheat sheet for your workouts with little like check marks. You can say, all right, I did my chest, did the this, did that, did that. And I was thinking about that. I might make a, a little tutorial in the future on how to do that because there are a lot of apps, but a lot of the apps, they add so much stuff. I'm like, I just want to track what I did. You know, nothing too crazy. I just want to track 
what I did. So look into OneNote. Evernote is another one. They're both the same thing. They're basically a little notepad that is in the cloud. I want to thank everybody who's been using the Amazon leaks links on it, uh, our website, LogicalLoss.com. I was actually just looking at it. I see where somebody bought the Fitbit scale. Now, I love my Fitbit, like the tracker. I love that. But the um, the scale, at least for me, it doesn't seem to basically be consistent. And it's consistent from day to day. Like I stepped on it yesterday and it said I weighed 211 and then 211. And I was like, okay. But literally like the day before, it said I weighed like 214. And I'm like, I didn't lose three pounds in a day. So it's really, really kind of goofy that way. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I know um, back in the day, I had an Omron scale and it was really cool because it tracked your body weight and all sorts of fun stuff like that. I might go back to getting that. It was, um, uh, I'm looking for it here. But that was um, pretty cool. But, yeah, I have an Omron fat, body fat um, monitor thing. You put your, I could do that, I guess. I just, I love the fact that it was wireless and it tracked my um, my body fat. It's just, it's just all over the place. And... When I go to the place that's helping me lose weight, and all they're doing is keeping me accountable, really. I'm eating less. I'm exercising more. Basically, just eating less. And I'm I'm going down every two days. I'm going down a half a pound or so. I'm losing basically about two pounds a week. And, you know, the scale in my bathroom is saying I'm going all over the place. It's got to go. So, because they have a professional grade scale. So, I'm kind of bummed with that. I really am because I really really like the idea of it. It just doesn't work. So that's kind of a bummer. So now this week, um, we've got Halloween coming up, right? Halloween is basically a little over two weeks away, 10 weeks till Christmas. Isn't that depressing? And so I just wanted to say here that, you know, be prepared for this. And here it is, as I record this, it's Sunday. And I'm going to go home tonight, cook some stuff. Well, actually, I'm not going to cook some stuff. Uh, actually, I am because I've been doing that. Uh, but I'm going out of town on uh, Wednesday night, Tuesday night. And so I know this now. And so I'm planning ahead. And tomorrow on Monday, I'll be doing things so that when I go out of town, I'm not going to be stuck eating fast food. I'm going to have all the, the things I need to eat with me. I have a cooler. I, I've checked with a hotel to make sure I have a fridge. I'm, I'm taking those extra steps to make sure. Um, the other day, I went to Longhorn Steakhouse with my wife. Well, there's nothing really there I can eat but shrimp. And so I asked for shrimp, and I got the shrimp with nothing on it. No butter sauce, no this, that, no seasoning, just shrimp and fire. And you know what? If you ask them to do that, uh, they'll do it. So if you're at some place, you're like, oh, I can't eat that because they're going to do this. Just ask them not to. I walked in the one day and I said, uh, I'm looking at the menu. I go, here's what I need. I go, I need um, a chicken breast and some vegetables. I go, that's however we can do that. He's like, okay, yeah, well, we'll, you know, we'll um, take the chicken sandwich and we'll hold off the bun and we'll do this and we'll substitute your fries for this and that. And they did it. So you just got to ask and you're worth it. So by all means, ask for it. So that is going to do it. It's been a quick episode. We talked today about things, about how to make the things you want into a habit. It's not easy, by the way. Replacing a bad habit is not easy, but 
the, the goal is little steps in the positive direction, and eventually it just becomes habit. It doesn't mean you're always going to be perfect again, but it will be much easier. It just, it's that human beings don't like change. It's just the nature of us. But you can do this. Start taking little baby steps. And I always say, don't look at the fact you got to lose 100 pounds. Don't even look that you got to lose 10 pounds 10 times. Look at your next meal and make sure that it's a healthy one. And do that. And just repeat, 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 repeat. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Everything I talked about today, you can find out at LogicalLoss.com slash 274. While you're there, don't forget to click on the Amazon banner. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin.